welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hello, sister friend. I cannot even believe we are in the middle of December. We are about 13 days out from Christmas, which means Q4 is coming to an end. 2023 is coming to an end and God is opening new doors for 2024. I am so excited for what is to come. And before we jump into that, if you know that you are made for more, maybe you've actually been playing small this year and God is showing you that he has so much more for you, but you're just not sure how to get there. I want to invite you to the Made for More Challenge. It is December 18th, 19th and 20th. We are meeting for one hour today. I am going to give you the brain science, the biblical principles, practical things, and also the mindset and heart set tools that I teach my clients and that are going to help you get to that next level, up level, next level, where God wants to take you. And it's going to give you some tools to help you identify what is actually keeping you stuck at the level that you're at. I know for me, If you've been uh, with me for any amount of time, you have seen a lot of different things that I have done. And I have realized that the last year especially, and the last really three years, I have been playing small. And a huge part of that has been because I needed to heal. But another part of that is because it is where the enemy has kept me. And so I posted on Instagram the other day, I already know what it's like to play small. I am ready to become the woman who God has created me to be so I can do all that God's created me to do in 2024. Every next level of you, whatever is more for you, will require something more from you. And so if you want to figure out what that is for you in 2024, you are invited to the Made for More Challenge. I will drop the link in the show notes. Sign up. There's also an option for the replay for those of you who cannot be there live. And I just might be doing some amazing giveaways and making a big announcement for what is coming in 2024. All that to say, I want to talk today about the investments I've made in myself and my business that have yielded the best ROI, the best return on investment. And I've got a variety of things, which was super fun to come up with this list because I thought, man, these are so good. And these are a reminder for me as I go into 2024, having my eyes and my heart open to like, God, what is it that you are are, are 
um, showing me to invest in so that it can have a great ROI. With that being said, I'm gonna go through this list. They're not in any order of importance necessarily, but they are things that have yielded such good fruit in my life. And the reality is that we will be known by our fruits. We're actually talking about that in the workshop. And I'm giving you a brain tool that I have created with the Holy Spirit to help you identify what is it that is in you, in your mind, almost always our subconscious, but our, our conscious, our, what are in our thoughts, be transformed by the renewing of our mind that is holding us back from good fruit, or maybe that's yielding bad fruit. With that being said, number one, the number one thing that has yielded the biggest ROI for me in 2023 is counseling, is mentorship from a biblically rooted counselor, who she does a lot of things, but that's one of the hats that she wears. And I, if you followed my stories or saw my journey at all on Instagram, I, I really only hang out there pretty much. Every once in a while I'm like posting on Facebook and occasionally my Facebook group, but mostly it's Instagram. And so if you're not connected to me there, I would love to say hi to you. Just at Heather Shriver Burns, shoot me a message and say hello. But counseling can have such a stigma to people. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, something's wrong with me. Um, one of the things that I have learned this year, and that's something I use with my clients, is to, to say, like, stop asking what's wrong with you, what's wrong with me, and start asking what happened to me that is causing me to respond this way. Man, has that given me a lot of grace for myself to get curious around why I'm doing what I'm doing or feeling the way that I'm feeling or reacting the way that I'm, I'm reacting. And so I have been at this healing journey. I knew I needed healing in 2018 when I lost an eight-figure business. It was a very public humiliation, was terminated from a company for being accused of doing something that I didn't do. And man, I knew I needed healing in that season. Like I knew it and I pursued it. And Jesus met me in some of the most beautiful ways, marking moments of my life that I I wouldn't take back for a second. I, I, she can keep that business. I don't even want it because the fruit and the oil that has come from my time of healing with Jesus has been incredible. And so as I have continued healing, which has allowed me to continue to show up and serve and do the things God's called me to do, I've I really hit this like ceiling. And if you've hit a ceiling in your business, I am here to tell you that there is no such thing as a ceiling. The ceiling is a uh, it's a facade. There is no ceiling. God wants to take you from glory to glory, and he wants to call you higher and higher and to take you into new altitudes so that you can continue to fulfill the calling in your life. And so when I felt like the ceiling was over my head, that's when I pursued the neuroscience certification in 2021. I'm like, well, it's got to be that. It's got to be my mindset. And yes, that was a huge part to it. But the other part to it was my heart. My heart needed tended to from a counselor, from somebody who was trauma-informed. And in fact, the way that I knew that I needed somebody trauma-informed was that I hired a writing coach. Uh, many of you who are part of my membership last year, and which was such an amazing group, I you know, announced in January that God was asking me to get rid of everything and to close everything down so that I could focus on writing and I could focus on one-on-one -on -one coaching and whatever else that he has for me. Well. Jehovah Sneaky, God really told me to write the book 
so that I could pursue a deeper level of healing. And that's what I want to tell you today. Healing is not linear. It is not a destination. It is a continuum of the freedom that Jesus wants to call you into. Man, I feel like I am preaching today. I am so fired up about healing and counseling. And so if you've had a negative stigma around counseling and around allowing someone to tend to your heart, can I just tell you that that is such a lie from the enemy to keep you stuck to keep you in whatever it is, the lies that he has got you to believe and to the vows that he has um, convinced you to make. Counseling has been one of the most fruitful things for me because as I heal, healed people heal people. My mentor, it's called Freedom Movement. You can go check it out. I will link it below. Uh, I share a lot of her stuff in my stories and on social because I'm such a big believer. I donate to her nonprofit. I'm such a big believer in the ministry that she does. It has changed my life and it is changing my family's life. It is changing the way that I parent. It's changing the way that I am a wife. It is changing me. And, and I don't even know so much that it's changing me. It's getting me, it's restoring me back to God's original design. If we think about the Garden of Eden and how God, it was a, the, like, He is a restoring God. He wants to restore us back to relationship with Him. And that's the whole journey of, of life, right? And so eventually we will all be restored to God in the new Jerusalem, which I think is going to look a whole heck of a lot like the Garden of Eden. I can't wait. And there's work to be done here. So all of that to say, the biggest ROI of my investment this year has been in counseling and saying yes to. And if you are someone who needs someone to tend to your heart, can I encourage you to please go pursue it. Pursue it. And if you need referrals, I have several and I would love to send them your way. And in the meantime, go check out Freedom Movement when you can through the link below. I am such a big believer in her ministry and her business that I am actually in the process of getting a year-long certification. It'll actually end up being about two years by the time I'm done with it um, with her to also be trauma-informed and to be certified to do story work with clients. Didn't really know I was already doing that. Um, I have been doing that in my neuroscience, a master neuroscience certification, but I'm always learning how to better myself, which in turn helps me better other people and my clients. And so I wanna encourage you with this. You can only take someone as far as you've gone. How far are you willing to personally go to serve the people you are called to serve and to show up and do the things that God is calling you to do? All right, that's number one. That's heavy. Man, I think that was like a message. But number two is a little more lighthearted and fun. But can I tell you, God is fun. God is fun and as I was making this list, I was like, this is by far like my one of my favorite and it was the least amount of money purchases. So y'all, I shared this on social too, but this was so fun. I bought a Venus flytrap, a little, a little, I don't know if I want to call it mini, but it was in a little pot. It was a Venus flytrap from Trader Joe's. And can I just tell you how much joy that thing brought my family? So first, my youngest is terrified of spiders. And when he, I bought this, I told him it was his and that this was going to be part of what would, what would you know, get rid of some of these bugs and spiders that he really hated. And so he was so happy. I mean, the, the confidence he had, he had in this little thing, but our family spent a lot of time around this, this Venus flytrap, observing it, um, watching it digest these bugs. We would, you know, capture bugs in our house and we put it in there. I mean, I'm just telling you between my husband taking care of it, myself and observing this thing, it brought so much joy into our home. And so I want to encourage you moms, do something fun 
that makes you feel like a little kid. In fact, I think that's a huge part of my healing journey is getting back into a relationship with little me. So many of us have childhoods that maybe weren't like big T trauma. And some of you do have big T traumas, but when you trauma is trauma and at the end of the day the enemy wants to steal kill and destroy and I believe that one of his biggest tactics is attacking us when we are little and robbing us of our innocence of our fun play creativity our adventuresome uh and if this is not your story hallelujah but but this is my story and I'm realizing that and again this goes back to the counseling thing but God has been inviting me into and this summer my whole theme was God said this is a summer of fun and play what does that look like for you? And so Venus Flytrap was part of my summer of fun and play. And can I tell you that four or $5 that I spent at Trader Joe's was awesome. By the way, side note, again, share this a lot in my stories, but Trader Joe's has the best flowers. They last for like two weeks and they're just amazing. And if you have a Trader Joe's near you, I get nothing for this, but go there and check out their flowers and buy yourself some flowers. Not because we want to be some Taylor Swift, I can buy myself flowers and do all the things because we don't want to be independent so much that we don't rely on God. We don't allow our husbands to tend to our hearts and take care of us. And we don't allow other people in. Man, as an independent woman, there is something in that song that actually, a healed independent woman, that in that song, I'm like, oh, that is how I used to live. And I've done a lot of work not to become her. So all that to say, go to Trader Joe's. If they have the Venus flytrap still, buy them. If not, buy yourself some flowers, okay? You deserve it. And just tell your husband that Heather said that you were supposed to. It's really good self-care. <laughs> okay, number three. The gym. One of the things that a lot of the times my clients come to me for is they want to scale their business, obviously, right? And when we take an assessment, I give this assessment to all my clients. By the way, if you come to the challenge, I'm going to give you that assessment for you to be able to use for yourself and to store uh, for yourself to do quarterly to make sure you're in alignment with God's plans for you. But one of the areas that a lot of women that I work with come to me and say, hey, I want to scale my business but they're neglecting themselves. And it's that whole concept of stop lighting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Sometimes we sacrifice ourself for our success. And by that, that is partially your health. And so I have been doing in-home workouts. In fact, Beachbody is where I got started almost 10 years ago when I had gained a lot of weight in my first pregnancy and that was my very first business. And man, I'll tell you, there is nothing like accountability of building a business around health and fitness that keeps you somewhat fit. <laughs> Although my issue was that I was not fit spiritually or mentally. I just had a lot of willpower, a lot of determination, and I wanted to be home with my baby. And so I kept that business really successful. But I am approaching the gym much different at this stage of my life. I just turned 40 in October. And I want to share with you, like the gym isn't just about, you know, being skinny, but what I have loved about, I am learning actually how to love my body. How to love my body and honor my body. God said when he created man that it is very good. If you read Genesis, it talks about it is good. He, after every day, he says it is good. But after he creates man, he says it is very good. Your body is very good and it is worth taking care of. And I'm super competitive, so and my gym just happens to be uh, an older demographic. Um, it's it's like a life. Um, I don't know. It's not a lifetime fitness, but I have belonged to those in Arizona. But it's it's a it's more of like a um, a club, and so there's just a lot of older people at this club, and it is a really 
fun place to be. And so I'm, I'm almost always like one of the youngest, but man, can I tell you, there's nothing more motivating than a 60 year old. Actually, I have an 80 year old woman in my Pilates reformer class that when I was turning 40, they were like shocked that I was 40. And then the one woman came up to me and she's like, well, I'm 80. And this is such a good thing that you're, you're getting this in your life now and not waiting till you're my age. And I'm like, man, there is nothing more motivating than somebody twice your age in there doing an amazing job. And I used to really want to, and, and I still do, I'm not going to like sugarcoat this. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be thin. No, I, I want to be healthy more than anything. And I do have a certain uh, size that I think for my frame and my, like all the things that I think is really good, but I'm learning to love my body in the process. And I think there's something to that because I think that we need to learn to love ourselves in the process of building successful businesses too. I can feel that deeply for myself and I just want to encourage the woman who is in the middle. Maybe you don't have the six pack yet on your body. Maybe you don't have the six pack equivalents in your business, but can you learn and what would it look like to learn to love yourself in the process? And so what this looks like for me is I will be in the gym. I, I typically, I do classes because one, I just love people and I love the motivation of the person next to me. Like if they're not stopping, I'm not stopping. Um, my husband does all the free weights and he knows what he's doing. He went to college for, for fitness, but that is so not me. And so all that to say, I will see a reflection of myself in the mirror. Maybe I'll see my belly, you know, all that. Like I, for some reason, like it's a top part of my belly, like especially if I'm doing planks or whatever. I have loose skin on my belly. I've had three babies and I've gained a ton of weight with them. But, you know, maybe it's me seeing that. And instead of saying, ooh, how disgusting and I hate that, I'm saying, wow, that belly carried three beautiful, amazing babies. Um, my least favorite body part is my legs. I just don't love the shape of them. And I am not like saying that out of a, I don't, I'm not here to come. I'm just being honest with you. Like I don't love my legs. I don't, I don't think I have the prettiest legs. And so one of the things that I am real quick to do is look at my legs and pick them apart. And what I have been learning to do, especially this last year is to honor my legs Thank my legs for getting me this far, for bringing me into the gym, for being able to walk, for taking me, walking me on stages to speak and share Jesus and to travel around the world and to carry three babies. And so I don't know what that looks like for you, but how are you treating your body? And are you investing in your physical health? So I met with my CPA, right? And he told me like, man, you spend a lot of money on professional development. I'm like, yeah, because I'm such a believer in that. But if I look at the other part of our investments, you know, health is one of them. It's, it's a big one with this, the natural holistic supplements that we take and um, what we try to give to our children and the gym. And I mean, I could certainly do better, but where, where you spend your money is what you value. And so, so far we've talked about counseling. We've talked about the Venus flytrap and we've talked about the gym and so I want to share with you number four. Number four is vacation. And if you are a parent, uh, you know that sometimes vacations don't really feel like vacations and you actually need a vacation from your vacation because vacation was not restful. So we went into this vacation really determined to be restful and not have this crazy agenda and I have traveled the world through network marketing. Uh, my two oldest have been literally in a variety of countries. Uh, they've gone a lot of places and I am so thankful for that experience, although they don't really remember. I do and I have the pictures to prove it, but they don't. 
Uh, but since leaving the network marketing profession, I have not taken any um, big trips like that. And obviously COVID and all that, like didn't really take hardly any trips with that either. And so this last year, I was so determined to take a full week vacation, unplug and just be with my family. And so I don't know what that looks like for you. It might be a close vacation. It could be an all-inclusive. I don't know what your budget looks like, but can I encourage you to make vacation and rest and restoration part of your plan in 2024. Uh, it was such a beautiful time with my family, and I'm not gonna lie, it was frustrating when the kids are like, you know, complaining or they're they're upset. And yes, it's like, oh, do you even know? Like this is this is a sacrifice, right? I could have done a lot of things for the amount that we spent on vacation, but I knew that it was a time that the Lord wanted us to be at the beach, to relax, to take a long road trip. We drove from Pennsylvania to uh, Gulf Shore, Alabama, and I ended up getting to see one of my friends who I have been to her retreat. I've I've um, you know connected with her online. So it's just so fun to see how God connects us. And can I just say also that the internet is so awesome. I feel like I could probably go anywhere, and one of you would be there. And it's so cool to see how God can take online to in real person. So where are you going on vacation this year? And this last one I want to share, which has such a, a long um, revelation of ROI for me, uh, but I joined a high-level mastermind this year, which was terrifying and exciting for many reasons. It was terrifying, um, one, God asked me to scale back my business and focus only on one-on-one. And so if you are in the business world of coaching, you know you cannot scale one-on-one. One-on-one has its limits because you are a person and you only have so much time. And I work three days a week, and so my time is limited. And you can kind of figure out that I, um, you know, money-wise, I have been much more uh, very conscientious of where I'm spending my money. The irony in all of this, though, is that I actually made more money this year than I did last year, focusing on one thing and scaling to one thing, which is just wild. That's for another episode. Um, but investing in a five-figure investment is a big stinking deal. And I wanted to make sure that God was approving it. And this is some of the richest ROI that I got from this. So first of all, I met some incredible people. I got to learn some really awesome tools and I got to have my eyes open to how a um, another seven-figure business owner like does their business. I got to pick what I liked and not take what I didn't like and I got to get in rooms with people that I would have never had the chance to get in otherwise and be in community with like-minded, high-achieving people who are passionate, specifically this was for coaches um, and consultants uh, who have programs to sell. And so it was just really an awesome experience. With that being said, the, the ROI that I'm taking away from that is actually a deeper relationship with the Lord, deeper trust with the Lord. And yes, all those other things are amazing and the people, I'm so excited to continue to journey with them in 2024, but really this was a confirmation from the Lord. So when I was approaching the mastermind and I was praying about it, I felt the Lord tell me that I already had a seat at the table. It was my choice to sit or not. Oftentimes we go to the Lord asking him, do we have permission? Like, God, can I do this? Whatever, is, is this right or is this wrong? And so God spoke to me through Psalm 23, which is my life passage and said, I've been preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You have a seat at the table. 
A big part of my story is I had a seat at the table. I was at the very top of a company, literally number two in a network marketing company. I had a seat at the table and I got rejected. Um, and so a lot of the healing that I've done is around friendships. It's around business relationships, you know, learning the difference between a friendship and a commission ship, learning the difference between somebody who wants to use you for your gifts and somebody who actually wants to mentor and train you and guide you and, and help you. And so I've just done a lot of healing in this area. And so sometimes when I get into rooms that have successful people, which by the way, if you're in the room and you're the most successful person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Have you ever heard that quote before? I love that. But what I had noticed and what God showed me is that that was the rooms, those were the rooms I was staying in, the ones that I was the most successful in because that felt safe. Because as a teacher by trade and a teacher spiritually, teaching feels very safe for me because then I can help the people who I'm teaching. But What's also true for a teacher and someone who is gifted in teaching is they also need taught, which is why I believe if you are a coach or a teacher or a mentor in some way to other people, then you need to have somebody also pouring into your life. You need that. You can't get to where God wants to take you without leadership and mentorship. And that is why I am so passionate about what I do and creating a community of like-minded people. So I want to invite you again to the Made for More Challenge because you're going to get that. You're going to get mentorship and you're going to get community and you're going to get all the other things. And I'm announcing to you what is opening for 2024 if you are looking for something similar to a mastermind, but also not neglect the mentorship that you need. And I feel like that's been a huge hurdle for me is like, I've mostly worked with one-on-one coaches in my career because I'm like, I need a one-on-one coach and I need you to listen to me. I'm a verbal processor and I, that's a whole other episode too. Like the reasons why I thought I needed a one-on-one coach, which all are true. And as God has healed me, it's like, hey, maybe you were looking for that because you were trying to protect yourself from groups of people, which is like, so fascinating. But on the flip side, when you get into group settings, there's something different there. Like you don't necessarily get that same level of intimacy in one-on-one. And so I believe there's a perfect combination for both. And that is part of what I'm sharing with you in the Made for More Challenge. That'll be the first people to hear it, but then I'll do another episode and share more about what is coming in 2024 if you are looking for mentorship and community of high achieving women who are not willing to sacrifice their peace and their relationship with God, their children, their health, their family in order to get to the next level. Because I don't think that we have to sacrifice it all to have a life full of joy and peace and to love what we do. With that being said, I want to share with you three of the investments I'm making in 2024 that I already know about And I want to challenge you to sit with the Lord and ask him, Lord, what area are you asking me to invest? And I really think when you ask this question, I want you to ask him, what what is it that I could do for my body? My body is good. It's not just good, it's very good. And how can I honor my body? I want you to ask the Lord, Lord, how can I invest in my heart? In fact, the Bible tells us that guard your heart above above everything else guard your heart because everything flows from it your heart is so precious to god it is so good to god that you're supposed to guard it it is a good thing and so how can you invest in your heart 
your soul how can you invest in your soul which to share a little bit your soul is your mind your will your emotion so your mindset how can you invest in your mindset for 2024 and your spirit bible tells us to be spirit led and so how can you fill your spirit man your spirit woman and edify and encourage and build up your spirit so that you can be spirit-led and walking with the Lord into 2024 with confidence and courage and all the things that it takes to have success and to reach the destiny of the promised land. So here are three of my investments that I'm making, just sharing with you today. I am pursuing the trauma-informed story work certification with Freedom Movement. I'm already halfway through it, and I'm so excited to continue that journey. It, again, has been life-changing for me, and when you find something good, you want to share it, and you want to help other people do it. So I am so excited to be able to bring that to you, and that is my commitment to furthering my education and furthering my professional development. Uh, I am also going to be investing in another vacation. We've already started talking about it, and we keep we are considering doing an all-inclusive um, George and I got married in the Dominican, and so we keep talking about going back there. It's either there or Destin. But in addition to that, y'all, I am going to be hosting my first retreat in 2024. So if you need a little mini vacay, that could be one of the places that you invest. Um, I will be actually, I'm, I'm attending a retreat in January too, but that's not on my list, but I am. I think retreats have been such a pivotal thing for me as well. I've been attending several of them. I've actually been a guest speaker at several of them. There's so much goodness that happens there. And so vacation slash retreat um, coming in 2024. And the last one, I am buying a bed and a bedroom suit for myself and redoing my bedroom. We moved into this house last year. And I just really wanted the kids' rooms to get to a place that was peaceful and it looked nice and together for them. And I focused so much on that that literally, y'all, my room looks like, I think, like a poor kid's dorm room. Um, we got rid of all the furniture when we moved into this house and we just, I was being really picky with picking stuff out. And then financially, it was just kind of like, well, you know, it's we'll just wait, we'll just wait. But I have been seeing so much that your bedroom is like your haven and your oasis and if it doesn't have a good vibe to it then it will impact your day and so I saw this quote and I don't remember exactly what it said I showed it to my husband and my husband was like that's it your bedroom our bedroom your bed the one that you've been dreaming of it's next and so stay tuned on Instagram stories for a little bedroom makeover but I shared this with you to say that the state of your heart is often the state of your home the state of your heart is also often the state of your business. So how can you tend to your heart so you can tend to your business better and you can tend to your home better, you can tend to the people in your home better and you can tend to the people who God is calling you to serve better and not for them but for you because Jesus loves you so much and he wants to heal everything that's been hidden so that you can walk in the fullness of what God has created you for and to do. With that, 
Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for the ability to produce wealth. Thank you for the ability to invest in ourselves. You care so much for us that the Bible says that you created us a masterpiece. And I can only imagine that a master would spend so much time on his masterpiece, the one of a kind with with such intimate detail and just not overlooking any little thing. So Lord, we know that you're in the details. We know that you have plans for us in 2024. As we go to put your money toward these investments, Lord, give us peace in the areas that we are supposed to invest. Don't give us peace in the areas of investments that do not are not gonna yield good fruit. Uh, and Lord, I just pray over the ears that are hearing this that she has the most blessed, profitable 2024 yet. And that what she does with that will bring you so much glory, so much honor, so much praise, so many believers. The harvest is full, but the workers are few. Lord, we say yes to you today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.